Welcome back. This is Chris. Oh, Brad. Did you know that Oxford University is older than the Aztec Empire? Brad, is that where you went to school? Did you just call yourself Brad? <laughs> There's a reason for that. <laughs> oh, oh, no, I did not go to Oxford University. If you want to know the truth, I'll tell you where I did go to university. I, why, I am not older than the Aztecs, by the way. I may be close, but I'm not that old. And this is Brad, or Chris. Brad, this week's episode is brought to you by the word immutable, not capable of or susceptible to change. James, James, James. I heard that you are immutable when it comes to anything IT related. Is this true? It's a fair consideration. I would definitely say that I am not immutable. However, all good disaster recovery storage systems are. So definitely something to look for. Uh, so this week, my name is Brad, and this is our weekly Whiskey and Widgets podcast. Where your whiskey sparkles like a clear spring, and your widgets paint things. I, I don't know how. Wait, I, I'm not supposed to interject <laughs> at this point. Yes, but you threw me because there's three Brads. That was supposed to have a transition from Brad number three to Brad number one <laughs> to talk about the which whose Brad is it anyways, Brad. Who's Brad is it anyway? I don't know, but I just want to know about the mail call. Ah, shit, I forgot to give you the password to the Twitter account. I still haven't checked it in like seven You know weeks. what? It's okay. <laughs> we still have a pretty good following and, and presence in Instagram. So if, if you know, follow us on Instagram. <laughs> so Whiskey and Widgets, follow, follow us. us. See, our, see what we're drinking, and we'll continue to post. And, and uh, also... If you want to ask us questions, you're not comfortable of asking us questions through Instagram, you can also email us at whiskeyandwidgets at gmail.com. Uh, it'll also be within Agreed. this podcast and the description as well. So if you're curious of all that information, uh, it's in the description of this podcast. So what are we all drinking? And why do we call ourselves Brad? I can tell I you know. why. Let's do it, Chris. Tell us about it. I am it. drinking. Why are we bread? Today? I am drinking vodka today. As for those listeners in the early of this season, Brad drank a lot of vodka. So we're going to channel Brad today and we're going to drink vodka. It's perfect for right now. Um, it's good. But I have transitioned to whiskey. You have to, yeah. Because now Whistle Pig 10 is my favorite. But what I have now is I have vodka. I have. I need glasses or something. I have a Nantucket Cran Cranberry Vodka Soda. There you go. In a can. In a can. Well, I am drinking. What would you What would you call this? I I am drinking Kettle One Vodka Citrus with ginger ale. What's that? Vodka tonic? Vodka ale? I'd call. I'd call that nasty. <laughs> it's actually really good. 
I don't <laughs> like Kettle One and ginger ale. I, I like vodka soda with – that's not even tonic water. That's not soda water. That's a vodka and ginger ale. Mm. James probably yeah. knows the technical name because he's immutable. <laughs> Fair enough. But today, I am not James. Today, I am Brad. And thank you, everyone, for joining us on the Whiskey and Widgets podcast, where Brad will be drinking a clear liquid topped with a clear liquid. This week, I'm doing the closest thing to vodka that I care to drink, which is a gin. I'm going to be doing Plymouth's Navy Strength Gin, strong enough to knock you on your ass, with a sparkling seltzer, because seltzer is delightful, and that's something Brad likes to drink. So I'm going to do a lime seltzer. Gin and lime, kind of similar to a gimlet, but easier because sometimes things don't have to be hard. Sometimes things do. Hard. And just for you, this is a hard seltzer that I'm making myself without measuring. Whoa. There you go. James will be, Brad will be falling on the floor tonight. (laughs) Uh well speaking of falling on the floor yeah. are you either of you a game of thrones fan I am did you yeah. did you yes yes, yes. No, spoilers, no spoilers but did you watch uh, we have to I haven't had a chance to speak with you about that yet but I'm curious to know your thoughts on that episode uh let's um let's clue in the audience uh, especially our foreign listeners who don't watch all of the same things you watch what they get all about? that they get all that stuff before we do by the way I said specifically the ones who don't watch all of the things that you watch. I'm not saying that they don't get it. I watch hardly any television, so I watch very few shows. I'm a reader now, you know. Fair enough, fair enough. I read books. Most of what I watch, I also read, but that's because it has subtitles. I I really like foreign stuff. But Game of Thrones, man. You know, uh, House House of of Dragons. And uh, I want no spoilers, but I will say... No, no, I don't believe in that. I will say that it, it, it had a pretty mild first episode. Um, but I am excited of how this all turns out and hopefully closes a lot of these stories from the Game of Thrones as well. How can it close well, the Well, like uh, history. like And it happened 200 years before. Yeah. So you yeah. you learn about all of the people that they reference, possibly. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. And that, that, that's my point is to see the history that led up to you know um, to the Game of Thrones storyline. So I'm excited about that show. All right. So, so you've watched the first yes. episode. Yes. Who is in it that I would care about? Would you? Uh, like who's the? Which actors did they retain? Nope. Is, it all, nope. is it all the same actors? They, or they, all new they actors? can't. 175 years, years ago or something like that. I'm depressed. Not 175 years ago. 175 wanna, years mm, before, before the story. Listen, I'm just, I'm just going to say this, and I'm going to say it in the most obtuse way possible because I don't want to give any spoilers to the original story either. But uh, – that's one of those. Things. I just. That's one of those I just would have expected they it by now. They, they're not watching I, it. I just. I there's a specific character that has a special ability that doesn't give any fucks about time. It gives no fucks, and 
I just figured he might be in it. Maybe. That's all. First episode, it's a, again, it's, it's a mild. Oh, it's the first episode. You never know. I mean, he they might be in that with their little faces. So. Oh, come come on. They, they wouldn't be able to keep that a secret. Like, if he, is he on the staff roster or no? That's mm. like, I haven't. Or maybe they did. Maybe they aren't saying anything because, like, him being there would spoil it, right? So, like, they're just keeping his presence a secret. They keep some of that stuff under wraps. They're supposed to. I mean, that's how, how you hook people. And they don't do the Netflix binge because they retain subscribers. So now they have people hooked for 10 minutes. Exactly. So you at least get you at least get three months out of a subscriber. Is it every one. Sunday? Every Sunday yeah. is when it's released, yes? Yes. 9, Nine o'clock, o'clock Eastern. So 6 p.m. here. Um, hey, there's another show, if you haven't watched it yet, is She-Hulk. No. No, 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 no. Don't even. I'm done. I will hang up right. if you start hold, talking hold about that. Hold, hold, hold on. We'll skip it. She-Hulk, that's, it's, it's not just uh, She-Hulk. It's specifically, what's the whole title, Chris? I am going to disconnect momentarily if you continue. To talk All right, about we want to talk about it. Are you, is it, do you not like Marvel Universe? James. James. How well do you know me? <laughs> I can't believe I, I feel betrayed, Brad. I feel I feel betrayed. Right, we'll, we'll, we'll Tell our listeners it, why we'll you feel this way. Because um, I have my opinion in that show. I should actually watch the first episode as well. That should not even have been made. I agree. Period. <laughs> I the agree. End. After watching the first, without one. even I'm not watching it. I don't want to watch it. I don't. To me, to me, it doesn't even exist. Is is it because you don't like attorneys? No, I don't like the way that they're turning this Marvel universe upside down. Mm, anyway, mm. we're done with this. Yes. I mean, you had a good character. I understand what they're trying to do, and I'm all for it. But you can't take yeah. whatever. I'm done. <laughs> I, I don't even know anything about it. I'm done. I, I'm just I just want to say for the record, She-Hulk has been around since 1980. So it's not like this is new. Yeah, it's it's the, the whole structure. And then there's another show, too, since we're talking about shows. Because the yeah, I, I'll stop. Because fall, Brad. fall yeah. has a lot of shows. Typically, a lot of shows are coming, uh, coming uh, are being released. Is uh, uh, Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power? Oh yeah. Now that's been like I'm curious. To see a lot. I'm, it's very controversial. I'm on the fence about very it. Controversial. I'm super on the fence about it. But I will tell you this: it doesn't matter how on the fence I am about that. I binge all of the Lord of the Rings every year to the point that I have a group of friends that we get together. We have a whole theme. We do it up. We do it yearly as like a celebration reason to get together. At this point, most of us can quote the whole stinking thing. We, we've we actually started critiquing various fan edits of The Hobbit because watching all three of those is exhausting. Yeah. And there's a lot of stuff that's worth cutting up. James, you, Currently, I think Maple Edit you is the gotta give me You um, got to give us an update after the first episode gets released and what your thoughts are. No spoilers. But for as a Lord of Rings fan, I apologize. I won't be able to give you the episode when the first episode releases, because I will wait till they were they are all out, and I'm going to binge the whole thing. See, I like that as well. Like it goes now to the we we mentioned why they do it, right? They spread them out. HBO does it. Disney also does mm-hmm. it. Netflix does the binge drops. I prefer to binge shows. Some of the shows on Netflix I watched, you know, if they have four seasons, I would watch the four seasons 
you know, in a hyper-focused manner. And I again, when I would watch something, I watch very little television. The weekly update I do not like. I like the fact of being able to uh, immerse myself within the story and like feel it with I... myself binging it. The weekly thing again, it's it's like a holiday sometimes where you can make a big event like oh every Sunday at nine I can watch <laughs> House of Dragons. But I'd rather Wait. just slept, lay on the cu- yeah. I'd rather just get them all yeah. done. Brad, as the third Brad of this group, I would just like to say that. You're right. It's nice to be able to binge it. I also see the benefit of having things be serialized and come out weekly or monthly or whatever it's going to be. Um, But at the end of the day, I also don't want any more recurring weekly commitments. I have too much Mm -hmm. of that. So uh, something I do think is fun is making an event out of it. And for us, I'm going to be doing an open celebration and we're going to probably have two weekends consumed by this one weekend where we're going to go through the original Hobbit and Lord of the Rings trilogy. And then the next weekend, we're going to binge the whole TV series. So the original, you're going to do the cartoons. Oh, we've done, <laughs> we've done the cartoons. We've done the, uh, the, uh, European Version. make where you've got like the, Oh my gosh. We have to start videoing this because there's James's face light up like a little kid. Some of these gave a bag of candy. He looks like a a young kid that you just gave a candy to this. It's hilariously bad in some cases. I love it. And listen, for anybody that hasn't seen all of the like extra random stuff that's in like Lord of the Rings culture. Yeah, that's right. It's got its own culture. Um, There's, there's something about seeing Spock singing about Bilbo Baggins, right? Like there's, there's just so many different things. But if we start uh, yeah, recording, we're definitely start recording the videos. Everyone's gonna see that some of us are like red after drinking so much. <laughs> yeah, I mean that is a a, a condition that some yeah. of us experience. Or, or sunburn. I'm I'm dealing with a sunburn right now. I don't know yeah. if you can tell, but. My face is kind of reddish. <laughs> I, I, I feel like everyone listening will forgive you for your complexion, did, Chris. Did you know that Teams now has, they added additional video settings? Did you know that I can soft focus my face? Can you tell oh, me? Oh, look focus. at that. Bang. It looks like you put some makeup on. <laughs> look at like, yeah, doesn't it? Like makes me look younger. <laughs> That's why I have that little glow. That's amazing. Is it? Is it? What setup is that? Where's that at? That's in Teams, my friend. That's in Teams. They've added that feature. They're sl- I hope that they slowly oh, add video features. Oh, you can adjust and, brightness. You know, but I do think. Brightness. Yes. I got a notification today that I oh, now look can do my this. Face. I don't know how long it's been there, but I got a notification. You know, my face is so freaking smooth. Damn. I don't need. I, I don't need to smoothen it out anymore. The the lumps help distract you from the fact that I'm going bald. So like <laughs> the lumps on his face. What? To shave it off, James. To shave it off. Oh no, my I, that would be such a disappointment to my wife if I were to just commit to letting it all go. Mm. I don't know. My wife. My wife won't let there's, me shave there's, it either. There's... I used to have a shave head, but she 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 thought I looked like I'm sick all the time. And my my head shapes like it. it yeah. My head has a egg shape. It, <laughs> so, 
I've been wearing a beard for so many years at this point. Like if I were to shave my head, I don't even know how I would like, how do you transition a beard into uh, no f- head? Fade. No hair just on your do head. A fade. Like you just fade yeah. it up. Like, just shave it. People get used to it. Feels it feels exhausing. I, I feel like I look like a you little You do look kid. like a little kid. James, I want to see you shave, man. Uh, I saw an old photo of you. Yeah. You're a good looking dude, man. You got to shave yeah. that face. <laughs> what, the photo that he showed us when he was like 16 <laughs> with his leather jacket? That photo? Yeah. When I was a child. child. <laughs> when you were like 12. Yeah. Yeah. That version of me has not existed for a long time. <laughs> Chris, Chris, mm. Chris, how many feet are in a mile? 5280. I'm learning. It's embedded good, good. in my we'll brain. Have to get something. We'll have to get something new. <laughs> and, and speaking of that, did you did you line up the Mrs. Chris to be a guest so that I could Ah, she her? said she's, she, she wants nothing to do with it. <laughs> the podcast. But she does listen. She does I, listen, I, though. I feel, I feel a little sad that somebody doesn't want anything to do with this podcast. They they do to some degree. They do listen. I do have some family members and friends that do listen to this podcast, and they do find it hilarious um, uh, for them to hear in my own element versus, you know, when I'm around them, they're like, oh, you're so totally different. Um, it's because I'm comfortable with some friends in this podcast. So, I mean, with friends in the podcast, not some. <laughs> with friends in the podcast. <laughs> I was going to say, by you saying you're comfortable with some, does that mean you're uncomfortable with others by default or what? Uh, well, Brad, how many centimeters in a meter? I don't know that. You tell me. How many centimeters in a meter? 100. Is it, I don't know. Is it right? Is that right, Brad, uh-huh. Jake? You got it. Yeah, it's a it's a hundred, Chris. Oh, it's a hundred. Good. See, Chris, the the whole see that whole system <laughs> is geared for people like you because how many millimeters are in a meter? A thousand. Chris, <laughs> James, can you please teach him how to use the metric I, system? I, I I don't actually think I can teach him. That's the problem. Uh, uh, I, I will. I will spend time. I will spend time to to learn it all. I will do that. How many millimeter? Uh, how many millimeters in a centimeter, Chris? Is it a thousand? Ten. Ten. Uh, see a hundred. No, you actually, it's, Chris. Chris, Chris we're making you question yourself because uh, the way I was making fun of you there. It is a thousand millimeters to a meter. Yes. Ah, gotcha. So it's, it's all it scales goes, of ten. It goes it's it goes meter, 10. meter, centimeter, millimeter, as far as like how you'd look at that. Yes. It's scales of ten, Chris. It's so but, easy. Oh. But Brad likes to Anyways, all of our European friends that are listening, they're just like I'm butchering it. Huh? <laughs> this is a conversation. Yeah, man. We don't use we don't use measurements that make sense in the United States. Weights and measure have to be done based off the size of some dead guy's foot. Yes. Like, how big is a foot? Well, it's 12 inches. How big is an inch? Well, it's we use other arbitrary constructs in order to define every one of our constructs. There's there's no rhyme or reason to why is it 12 inches to a foot? Why if a, if a, if we arbitrarily say a foot is this long or however long it is, why are we dividing it by 12 and to begin with? Yeah. Well, there's reasons for that. And how could they get a guy but who has a 12-inch foot up to uh, at, at first? Like, how come they didn't get, like, a kid who had, like, a 6-inch foot? <laughs> well, and and the other thing, 
overall, when we're talking about a yard, like pacing out a yard, it's like it's a, there's actually some really interesting history on it. But at the point by which most of the world has abandoned the imperial measurement system, most of the world, all of why? the world outside of the United States has abandoned uh, it. No, no, that's not true. Some other Who? places use it. Give it to me. The, Give it to me, baby. Fact ah, I should sing. Fact right. check, James. Imperial fact system checking. is used by the United States, Myanmar, and Liberia. Oh, that's a Myanmar. small. Did that? I'm Come just saying. Most, not all. You got to be inclusive here, Brad. Stop trying to exclude small, people. Just say small percentage in world population. But the 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 funny thing is. Listen, the UK doesn't use it. Why, why are we still using it? Because we wanted to buck the system. We were. Chris. <laughs> You're, you know, I, I disagree that we wanted to buck the system, but I will agree that it had to do with a buck. Chris, I was waiting patiently for this surprise. Oh, surprise for the widget. So, um, Brad, you talked about Dolly, and I think you should talk about that on this episode as well. Because I know you just got Dolly. I want to know your uh, opinion. So you, we were talking about last time about you creating art, and you know Dolly, you know AI does all. You know they they own the rights of about the images, and then they um, you can reuse it multiple times. But there's actually a tool that my, uh, Nvidia that they've released as a public beta that you can download right now. You have to meet some of the requirements that allows you to paint um, on a canvas and it looks like a real photo. So uh, I will paste that link here and you guys can take a link. What is this called? It's called NVIDIA Canvas. So you can take anything just doing a silly little paint and it will build a made up image you can be in the desert with a river running through it and some sun or weird looking clouds or adding some random bush or tree and it makes it look real and i've played with it over this weekend um i would love to post one did you draw a picture of brad's you face you can't do uh, pictures uh not pictures but you can't do portraits, portraits. but you can do landscapes and what's cool about that is that you can actually also export it to um, uh, Adobe uh, Photoshop or something like that. You know, I, you I know what would be fun? Photo. What would be fun is if you had Brad take a photo next time he does a hiking trip and then you sketch that photo in paint and then have Canvas create an actual photo and see how close it is to the original. Yeah. So check it out, man. I, I've been playing with it, and I was like, this is amazing. Like, you can fake a image to exactly how you want it and post it. And it looks really, really good. Now, you do have some requirements. I'm watching the YouTube video right now of this. It's, it looks interesting. This whole AI thing is interesting. It's so amazing. So, Dolly, I did mention before I put my name on the waiting list of Dolly, and you brought us up to that whole crayon thing. I did receive my notification yesterday that I was 
able to sign up for Dali. So I did sign up for it yesterday. Mm -hmm. I did create two images so far. I think one night, uh, not this evening, but one night I'll have to do some more images for you. This looks interesting, but I'm also wondering how far off, I don't even know if it exists, I did not look, how far off are we from AI-generated video? Oh, probably not far. We have AI-generated... AI no, no. Have you, did you not see the what NVIDIA did with their CEO when they punked everyone during their... Um, their big release like this last year? No. Um, the the Basically what they did is they tried saying that uh, a fair portion of the release video that they did was completely generated artificially and wasn't actually him standing okay. there. Artificially generated versus created with AI, meaning I could type in, show me a video of James speaking in front of an audience and you walking onto stage or something like that. Uh, sure. I mean, the thing is, step one is their technology has to be there to be able to generate the video. Step two is AI being able to then use said technology, right? So, yeah, I mean, this is, this is some cool stuff. Where is the world going? What happens when we don't have any of... Hey, Chris and James, let's take a quick pause from this episode to tell the listening audience about Buzzsprout. I want to tell them that starting a podcast is one of the best and most enjoyable decisions we've made. We understand that you too may be interested in starting your podcast and that managing a podcast may sound complicated or overwhelming. It certainly was for us at first. That was until we found Buzzsprout. Buzzsprout is hands down the easiest and best way to launch into your new podcast adventure. You can start with some gear you already have and a quiet space. Buzzsprout is so good they've helped over 100,000 people launch their podcast. Buzzsprout will help get your podcast into every major podcasting platform like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more. You can find our podcast on all of these platforms thanks to Buzzsprout. Also, with Buzzsprout, you get a great-looking podcast website, audio players that you can drop onto websites, detailed analytics, promotional tools, and the list goes on and on. Buzzsprout publishes new blog posts, podcast episodes, and videos every week. These resources help you learn the ins and outs of podcasting from the people who eat, drink, and breathe it. To start your podcast and get a $20 Amazon gift card, follow the link in this podcast show notes. Let Buzzsprout know that we sent you and help support our show. Buzzsprout is truly an easy-to-use and great way to start a podcast the real stuff like will people not work and do <laughs> Just... will ro robots grow and cultivate food and harvest it for us and like grow it on pluto and then fly it back to the earth for us to eat mm. while we all sit around on our couches with virtual reality headsets pretending we're on another planet i mean while we're laying on yeah. earth you could do that. You, you, you could do that now, like uh, you know that Meta VR. Uh, what was it called? It used to be called Oculus, and yes. that you can do a full day's work as, and you can have like a virtual reality of your desktop. So you can cast your desktop, your current desktop right now, and cast it to your VR, and you can have a virtual keyboard if you want. Or just use your regular keyboard that's connected to your laptop. So basically, your your uh, uh, 
uh, casting the image of your desktop to the virtual reality. So you can look around as if you're in the beach and you can have like a full on fake entire office to do this. And there's a, a product for that called uh, uh, desktop immersion or something like that, um, that you can download with your meta uh, headset VR. Um, That's interesting. I do remember seeing things where they had like, you could go to a comedy show and wear your VR and look to the left and look to the right and you'd see other people who are also attending it. But the, guys, let's let's talk about this for a second. Really truly, everything that Meta is doing with the metaverse, is it good? Is it capitalism taking advantage of people's interests? Is it a positive thing? Have you played with it? Like I love the idea of virtual reality and like even going back to like when Sony released the like hangout spaces that you could do on the PlayStation where you could like have your own space and have your avatar there. Like that was cool stuff. And like, this has been like a fantasy thing for a really long time or maybe science fiction, if you want to consider it in that space of like being able to have that level of virtual reality, are they pioneering and pushing us to actually have this thing? Or do you think they're making a monster? I, think? I think they're pushing towards that. Because of the fact, you know, the what they called metaverse that was mentioned last year, and the ability to have a workspace uh, within the VR environment. Now, I do think that there's an opportunity for te uh, technologies to, you know, push us towards that direction because, you know, things are getting more powerful, VRs are getting better. And as, if they make it as accessible and comfortable, I think we'll get there. Um, I did play with it a little bit because I do have one of those Oculus VR, right? She got that uh, as a gift uh, for my kids uh, during Christmas. And I did try out this uh, immersed VR uh, that allowed me to have a virtual desktop. The only reason I don't do, that, do it is because of the fact that it wasn't very comfortable for me in long-term, especially if you have glasses, it just doesn't work. As, as in, as in the headset and like the, just wearing the hardware wasn't comfortable, it, not the experience wasn't it, Exactly. The experience was amazing. It was very precise that I can have a 300 inch monitor and just lay back and uh, interact with it. Um, I've also tried where you interact with people online, where you're watching a movie in this fake movie theater and you can see people sitting next to you. I mean, you can't really, I mean, you can say hi and wave, but you can't, I don't think, I don't think I was able to like have a conversation with them, but being able to watch a show and movie, uh, with practically anyone in the world with their avatar. Um, but we're, but is that, but do you think that's a better experience than say, for example, just using, the Plex features for simultaneous streaming or any other streaming service that might do it where you could stream and watch something at the same time as somebody else. They're in their home, you're in yours. So you're watching it in sync and then, you know, doing like a video call with, you know, say your iPad, you do FaceTime and so you can see each other, talk through it, or even just not do that and just watch it at the same see, time but and then use that chats takes and discords. Away from augmented reality and virtual reality see the augmented reality 
I think there's a place for that where you can be with people and put yourself in an environment. But the virtual reality, you can fantasize and visualize things how you would like. And I think you could mentally get a better experience because, damn, I could be sitting next to this person named Chris who is, you know, not Chris. <laughs> but it, I mean, it would be, be Chris. Brad. From, from my perspective, Chris and Brad are sitting next to each other right now. See? Uh, but yeah, the the interesting thing to me is a lot of this has to do with what your what your experience expectations are. And when I look at the overall augmented reality and virtual reality, I think are really cool. I think virtual reality is neat from a entertainment perspective. I think augmented reality, frankly, the biggest benefits there actually have to do with practical applications. I the think idea of is more augmented practical to say that. Augmented reality, when you're like talking about somebody assisting you in finding or performing a task or or whatever it might be, um, something like and the great example Microsoft uses, right? So <clears throat> I guess I'm a Microsoft HoloLens. fanboy at this point. I reference their stuff all the time. With HoloLens, they, you know, reference this idea that you could have an engineering expert showing somebody in the field what they need to do using augmented reality. And they could, you know, point to things and, and really point it out without having to be there. That's a really cool practical application. And I feel like extend that, extrapolate it out to different things. There's a lot of ways you could use it as a training tool. You could use it to help facilitate novices, right? That's that's good. But you could also just use it for remote hands. You could use it for day-to-day -day life. Um, the idea that augmented reality could create artificial buttons that you could push that could do things in your house. That's cool, right? Like I love the idea of having a pair of glasses that aren't obnoxious, like the original Google glasses, where I could walk around my house and be like, there's a light switch on that wall that only shows up when I'm wearing this glass, these glasses. And when I push it, party starts, that, right? Like it runs that the routine. That would be really cool to not have a physical like, thing out of your wall and just do it through virtual. Yeah. But, but still be able to do a tactile physical thing in my space, right? To be what do you do when like, you run out of batteries? Brad, be an adult, charge your stuff. What do you do when the power goes out? <laughs> Uh, listen, Nothing turns I, on. I'm not talking about life required but, services let me, here. Let me go back to this um, VR really quick. It, it goes to, I was talking to Brad about this, I think uh, last week and even this week about, you know, portability and what do you, you're talking yeah, about we me? talked about this, uh, what, you know, what do you carry with you? You talked about the multi-monitor that you have that's portable that you carry with you. Uh, well, so let's not, let's not spoil that particular thing. Cause I think that actually deserves oh, yeah. a whole conversation for yeah, people yeah. to hear about. But, but yeah, that so, okay. conversation. We'll talk about that yeah, next week. Yeah, we'll talk week. about that next week. And I'll take pictures. Yeah, you can send pictures. Is that okay, James? Can we put it in the schedule? Yeah, I say that you should take some pictures and post it to the Instagram. Uh, speaking of which, for anybody that wants to see these pictures that Brad is going to take, uh, that's first Brad, not second or third Brad. We'll be taking those pictures. Who's the first one You can one find now? that. Uh, that the first one, one speaks yeah, yeah. first, the second one speaks second, the third one speaks third, or is the original <laughs> the first? See, this is confusing. And then how do Man, we verify it's this? It's a difficult world, but fortunately, the original Brad and the one who speaks first are the same person. That individual <laughs> is I will take be the pictures. guy. There you go. And, and you can all find it. You can find these photos. Where, Chris? Whiskey and Widgets on Instagram. Yep. So... 
Remind me to give you the Twitter password so you can pull that out to it. <laughs> I'll connect it. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm gonna sorry, Brad. You. I'm going to text like, you. I'm going you, to you text make, you You right make fun now. of me from a recording perspective because I don't like get into that on the hobby side of this, but like, yeah. come on. It's a, twi- it's a Twitter account. You no, can no, do no, this. It's, it's, I believe uh, in you. You know, I have a hard enough time keeping up with all this stuff that now I got to remember where I put the path. No, we'll figure it, we'll figure it out. But to, it. to my point earlier about this immerse, immersion VR, you know, imagine, Brad, you no longer have to carry all of that. And all you need is a VR headset. And you can have all the multiple monitors you have without the physical, you know, devices. And so if you have that VR, you carry this little VR thing with your portable keyboard and mouse, if you'd like. Same thing as you'd get for your iPad key, uh, keyboard and Surface. And that's all you carry. And you can have as many monitors as you want, up to five, without carrying five different external. Then how do you have a monitor? I just I found the username and password. Oh, okay. I did just text. No, you just it. have a headset. That's all. It's all VR. Yeah. I, but I would, how does it get projected on the not wall? Not through the wall. It's, it's a heads up headset. display. It's 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 it would be effectively like on your glass. You've played a first person shooter that had a HUD, right? Yeah. But you played, you know, Halo as an example. The whole idea there is your HUD is part of the helmet that you're wearing, and it's just putting text up where you can see. Idea and, the idea in 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 like you know translating that to a product we could actually have here in real life be awesome to have a pair of glasses that weren't bulky and obnoxious but could like display appropriately sized and and, and distanced uh text. but at that point at that point why don't you just put little plugs in my brain and then just <laughs> do it all there. that way oh no worries we're going that direction that's where we're gonna go and and all of the people in the bible belt will start revolting simultaneously about you know the end times but like between where now is and that? technology progresses. Geographically speaking, where is that belt? It's not around my waist. <laughs> it wouldn't fit there. Um, but the Bible belt, you don't know where the Bible belt is? I'm just trying to... The, you the know, Bible you, belt in the United James, States is South James, America. James, or James, South stop, of stop, the United James. States. I'm going to talk to you alone for a second. Like everything oh, else us. we talk to, everything else we talk about, you're like, oh, for our European listeners, this is what Brad's talking about. I ask one question saying, where's the Bible Belt? So maybe you can enlighten some other individuals that aren't aware of where it is. Teasing. And you go, where is the Bible Belt? Why, well, you don't know. I'm much better than you. Everybody else is. Oh, <laughs> come on, Brad. Group hug, bud. I would. I never said I was better than you. You were amazing, sir. You infer uh, that every day. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Because you're immutable. I apologize if you feel that way. Uh for anyone who doesn't know, the Bible Belt is a term that's used for a collection of states in the United States. It's on the southern side of the United States. So this is North America. Um, effectively, there's two recognized Bible Belts in the northern and southern United States. It starts right around Texas and moves all the way over to the north half of Florida and up to like around the Tennessee area. Um give or take exactly which states you'll want to include there. Basically, it's a collection of states that have a lot of people that are heavily invested in the Bible, uh, often uh, Baptist, Methodist, or Catholic. And then northern side of the United States, 
there's a collection of states that have it. They call it the Northern Bible Belt. Um, and that's basically going to be like the Dakotas over towards Maine. And that's that's roughly it. So interesting. Different states have their different takes on it. Um, and each area is going to have their own like specific denominations that are more popular, et cetera. Um, Bible Belt is often used in reference uh, both as a positive and sometimes a derogatory term, depending on the person saying it. So fun things to know. I think any term can be derogatory (laughs) upon the context of use. And then anybody can take that term. I know I know someone that argues that uh, any type of political correctness is just changing how you make fun of someone because it's not about the word you use. It's about how you say it. It, it is always about how you say it. So to that end, Brad, if in my immutable nature, I've said things that have made you the sad, I would like to say, I'm sorry. And thank you for being awesome. No, thank you, and you don't ever upset me. Wonderful. I appreciate you caring and being kind to me and worried about my feelings and emotions because I wear them on my sleeve. There you go. It's fair. It's a fair statement. So, so to everybody listening, I think this concept of what is our reality, how do you augment it, can you paint it, we're in a cool space. A lot of this technology is awesome. Uh, quick recap uh, for anybody that didn't catch it. NVIDIA has the Canvas product. If you Google NVIDIA Canvas, you can download the app for free so you can play Check around with it. the requirements. It's, it, <laughs> it's, it's fun. Yeah, definitely make sure your computer can run it before you install it. Uh, and then outside of that, I'm sure we're going to explore some of this meta stuff, uh, virtual reality stuff, and augmented reality James, in the future. James, James. You keep going, but I have one thing to say to you in honor of the House of Dragons. When you play the Game of Thrones, you win or you die. There is no middle ground. Cersei Lannister. There you go. Thanks, everybody. Thank Thank you, everyone.